It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Magic are home from their road trip, so we're going to talk some lessons we learned from the road trip, plus how Cole Anthony busts out of his little mini slump. It's time to get to it. It's a Tuesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is January. Double check my date here. 17th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to chat a little bit about Cole Anthony and the slump that he's kind of sort of in right now, how he can break out of it and still contribute even if he's not scoring. We'll get to that. Plus, other lessons from the Magic's West Coast road trip, plus some roster moves to talk about as we look ahead to the next part of the season. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. So the, the discourse on here, uh, on the internets where I, where I tend to frequent, um, the discourse on here has put a lot of focus on Cole Anthony um, and some of the struggles that he's had. And, 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 and look, I'll say, I'll say this. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's lay the foundations here a little bit. Um, the kind of discussions that we're having right now, the kind of things that we're talking about, the kind of things that are getting fans frustrated are good. Um, I will push back against some of them, but I will I will ultimately say and tell everyone, like, look, if you're frustrated that Cole Anthony, whose role is to be a bench scorer, to be someone that comes in, brings energy, and lifts the team up and is able to get buckets off the bench, and he isn't doing that job, the fact that you view that as his job or you view that as a, a requirement for him is ultimately a good thing because we want to see these players 
take that next step. We want to see this team take that next step. And, and we'll get to lessons from the West Coast road trip. But honestly, the biggest lesson that I think we could take from the West Coast road trip is the disappointment of being one, of being two and three. At the beginning of the road trip, two and three was about what we all expected. We were all really, we would, we all thought we'd be really excited about that. But close losses to the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets had everyone thinking, why aren't we four and one? So the criticisms that are that 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 I'm about to levy or the numbers I'm about to share on Cole Anthony and and, and asking him to do more, it comes from a place of this team is ready to win. It comes from a place of this team wants to take that next step, wants to take that leap, take that step forward, and what does it can be for the playoffs or for the postseason? I've gotten into arguments with people about this already, but the bottom line is this. Externally, the expectations may not be to make the postseason. That's fine. Internally, however, they know where they stand. They know how many games they have to make up in the standings, and they know they have to take that next step. They know they have to be able to to make these adjustments and, and, and improve and get better. And that is, again, at the very heart of the criticisms that I think a lot of fans have for Bull Bull, have for Cole Anthony, have for Gary Harris even, have for Jalen Suggs. Um, a lot of the criticisms are coming from a place of we're trying to win. What more can this player do? What more can these players do to help this team win. And uh, guess what? That's all very, very healthy. That's all very, very good. What I would push back against or argue is that, especially especially because there's always, it's the internet, there's always knee-jerk reactions to things. The only thing I would push back against and say, yes, that is the goal. Yes, that is ultimately where the magic will be. Yes, that is the internal expectation. But this magic team is still about development first. Still about growth and development first. And Orlando wants to see its players grow and get better. And so, you know, one of the big criticisms of Jamal Mosley has been he's stuck with lineups for too long or doesn't call timeouts too soon. A lot of that is by design. A lot of that is to allow players to figure it out, to give them a chance to learn from their mistakes, to learn from their failures. And if that costs you two or three points, that is the margin between winning or losing a lot of these games with Magic because they, except for that Sacramento game, they're competitive in every game. And so that rolls us back to Cole Anthony because the fact of the matter is Cole Anthony is not playing up to the standards I'm sure he sets for himself and certainly not playing up to the standards that he has, uh, that, the, that this team has for him as well. Except for my copy to load here. Uh, I am using my backup computer tech, so I don't necessarily have all my bells and whistles. Um, well, Anthony had a really, 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 maybe that's too many reallys. He had a rough road trip to say the least. And, and, and he's had a rough run of things over the 12, 13 games. Um, these stats are during Sunday's games. That's not what I clicked. I apologize. I am a little behind on setting myself up here and my computer my backup computer is awful. Cole Anthony really, really struggled over the last 12, 13 games. Um, I'm trying to get the numbers for you here. I have them written down. Again, these are these numbers will be entering Sunday's game uh, against the Nuggets if I can get them to load for me. Uh, uh, let's 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 go let's go let's go. Over. Sorry, sorry about this, everyone. 
Um, over the last five games, Cole Anthony is averaging just 8.4 points per game, shooting 33.3% from the floor and 27.3 from beyond the arc. The solace is that he does have four assists per game against one turnover per game. So there's that little hint there. But the bottom line is this. Cole Anthony is out there to score. His main job, his main role to get buckets is, is to score the basketball. And this was always the question from Cole Anthony early on in his career, coming out of college, coming into coming into to North Carolina, is what can he do when he doesn't have the ball? Um, Orlando's tried to kind of force this in some ways. Um, uh, he, they've tried to force this by putting him in lineups with Markel Fultz, by having Franz Wagner and, and, and Paolo Bancaro bring the ball up. It's not that they don't trust Cole Anthony to be the point guard, and I think very clearly Jamal Mosley does trust Cole Anthony to a certain degree or, 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 or have faith in him that he can figure his way out of this little slump. But it's, it's, it's more about getting Anthony higher quality. But really, when, when, it, when you dive a little bit deeper into the numbers, it's not just about the fact that he's not scoring. It's, it's the shots that he's taking. This is really, I think, the biggest key. Let's compare two numbers then. Coming out of his injuries, the games after his injury, he averaged 12.7 points and shot 46.1% from the floor, 30.3% from deep. So not a, a, a high, high efficiency three-point shooter, but he was making his shots. These were the first nine games after his injury. He had five straight games during that run with double figures. So modest figures coming off the bench, but really, really solid. And, and, and in actuality, for the entire season this year, the Magic have a better on-court net rating with Cole Anthony on the floor than they do with Markel Fultz. As good as we love, as much as we love Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony lineups have been pretty good. However, in the 12 games entering Sunday's game, he's averaging just nine and a half points per game and four and a half assists per game. So at least he's passing the ball a little bit better, but shooting just 37 percent from floor 29 percent from deep in that run he only had three games with more than 10 points and obviously scored seven points on one for seven shooting in the loss on sunday during that time as well again this is entering sunday's game this last 12 games before sunday's game the magic have a minus 5.1 net rating with anthony on the floor again still surprisingly better than false which you know again that, that there, there's something in those numbers that, that that we're not quite seeing quite yet like I said, as obsessed as if everyone can be with his three-point shooting and his three-point percentage, he's probably not going to be much more than a mediocre three-point shooter. The value Anthony brings is twofold. It's his ability to get into the paint and score, as well as his ability to hit pull-up jumpers. And this is where Anthony is really struggling. This is the area where Anthony has kind of hit a wall. During the first 10 games after he came back from injury, Anthony shot 22 for 40 inside the paint. That's 5%. During the last 12 games entering Sunday's game, I don't have his numbers for Sunday because um, I wrote this on Sunday. He shot 17 for 35. That's 6%. Again, there are two things here. First, in 10 games, he got more shots and shot better in the paint than he did in his last 12. 12 games. All attempts in the paint dipped from four per game to 2.9 per game. Now you might think that a, a one field goal attempt per game difference 
isn't very much, but it's a mindset. It's about getting to the line, which did really well in the win or in the loss of the Denver Nuggets. He did really, really well getting to the foul line. That's where he got the majority of his points, and that's where he got passes, passes off. I know Anthony didn't shoot well Sunday, but I thought he played really well. And again, getting him to understand that you can affect the game without scoring is a big thing. But at the end of the day, the Magic need an aggressive Anthony. And, and, and that is something that maybe we've learned on this road trip, or maybe we should point out more and more. It's not about his three-point shooting. It's about whether he's settling for jumpers and whether he's able to finish at the, at the rim or in the paint. He's got a nice floater game. He's got that good pull-up game. He can definitely score more in the paint. And like so many things about this Magic team, it's about that aggression and that ability to attack. Cole Anthony is a little bit of a smaller guard, so he takes a little bit of a pounding. It's a little bit tougher for him to finish in the lane and at, at the rim. And, and, and he's put on strength, and he's gotten a lot better at it. I, I mean, I think this has still, uh, still been a fairly good season for him, but he does, now that we've seen him for three years, he has these kind of midseason swoons, it feels like. But it's all there for Anthony to continue to bounce back and continue to get better. And I think that's part of the big lesson here is that Anthony has to play a certain way to be most effective. There are a lot of other things that we learned on this West Coast trip. We'll dive into some of the numbers there coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Rocket Money. If your New Year's goal is to manage your budget better and save money, then you need Rocket Money. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. More than 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought just to watch that one show or that free trial you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. And usually when they do that, then they're charging you another month anyway. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 per year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA, rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Obviously, a, a two and three road trip is is something of a, a bag for this for this Orlando Magic team. Um, like I said earlier, I, I think that 
if you would have told us last Friday or, or uh, not last Friday, but a week, week, week ago, Friday, um, that the Orlando magic were going to come home from this road trip two and three, that we would be pretty thrilled with that, that we would see that and be like, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good little road trip. Um, that's, that's, that's what we expect from this team. Um, you know, to, to, to essentially just keep the ship level. And I think there was a lot learned on this road trip and, and a lot of positive things to learn too. But uh, as I said earlier, late lead in Utah, late lead in Denver. If we're really serious about a postseason trip, those are the games you can't let go. And Orlando's had some noted struggles in close games from earlier in the year. They were starting to look like to, to turn the corner a little bit. Um, but, you know, late games are toss-ups. They're coin flips. They they turn on one play, like a Nikola Jokic three-pointer or a Walker Kessler offensive rebound or, or, or Franz Wagner taking a bad three-pointer and missing it. Um, you got to avoid – I mean, like I say – you don't win. Good teams don't win close games. They avoid them. But still, there were some really good signs from this Magic team, and 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 I think again, the big thing, the big theme for this Magic team throughout the course of the season has been about consistency, and that is like just like the message that's getting hammered home over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, coming out of this road trip. The Magic are a good team. Let's let's just let's just let's just. Say it out there. Since Markel Fultz, since Cole Anthony came back, the team is, I think, 11 and 8. They're 11 and 8 over their last 19 games. And again, that's not anything to like write home about. We're not about to go out there and start planning our championship parade in 2024 or anything like that. But when healthy, with the roster the Magic have, Orlando is 100 team. Um, you know, their, their net rating would suggest that even on this road trip uh, over their last five games, my, if my, again, I'm using my backup computer, so I'm a little slow today. I apologize for any uh, technical issues as well. Um, for the Magic's last five games, yeah, they're two and three, but they have a net rating. Uh, their net rating is minus 2.8, so they've probably outperformed their, their record a little bit. But this is a team that's been probably by net rating playing a little bit, bit below 500, but they're piling up wins more recently now. Like, uh, I think. I think we're at a point with this Magic team where we enter games believing they can win. Where it's not simply a oh the mag I mean the Magic have to play well to win. I, I think there's still a pretty sizable uh, gap for them to get to. But the issue for the Magic isn't whether they can win anymore. It's whether they're going to do the things they need to do to win. Um, and 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 you know the theme coming out of this road trip is consistency. We saw the Magic play perhaps one of their best overall performances in gold in San Francisco against the Golden State Warriors to open this road trip. One of the just absolute best games they've played all year. I, I don't think there's much debate on that. Uh, even without Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, I, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people tried to, to, to downgrade that win because of that, but it, it was still a really, really, really good game. Then there was the, uh, uh, the 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 loss at Sacramento was kind of a no show, where the team didn't play with any of the defensive consistency or defensive effort that they played on Saturday. They come back on a back to back, beat Portland with a much better defensive effort, and then you get two just utterly inconsistent efforts where the Magic get outworked on the glass in both Utah and Denver, but 
They rally. They make key stops. They string together long stretches of good defense to get themselves back in the game and give them a real chance to win. Both the Denver games and the Utah games probably should have been blowout losses with the way that the Magic played earlier in those games. But the way they finished those games, the way they rallied late in the game, the way that they competed, they were certainly, they're certainly, they've certainly shown they are capable of winning games. And again, consistency is going to be the theme of the season. The good teams are good every single night. And when someone is down, someone else steps up. And that's something that veteran teams know how to do. But that's something that a team like Orlando is still learning how to do. And that much is just abundantly clear. That Orlando still has a lot of learning to do. It's a lot of those pieces are there. Um, you know, I think I think if we learned anything coming out of this West Coast road trip, it's that we can clearly see what this team can be, who this team can be, and yeah, to some extent, what this team still needs to be competitive. It's not just about veterans, it's about skills, it's improve, it's it's waiting to see if the Magic's guard situation can 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 clean itself out. Obviously, there's a fresh batch of Fred Van Vliet rumors uh with people either believing the Magic are gonna go after Fred Van Vliet or believing the Magic need a guard, have money, and can chase them in the offseason. There's the, everyone knows what the magic need right now. And so and so the the magic obviously still have work to do. Obviously the magic still need to continue to get better and continue to improve. This road trip showed what they are capable of and how far they still kind of have to go. We will be hammering this point home over and over again for the rest of the season. The Magic need to get to a point where they're playing at a consistent level of uh, uh, effectiveness every night, especially on defense. Like, the, like the, the last half of the season needs to be about making defense their identity. And yeah, being on a West Coast road trip, being, uh, especially toward the end of it, that 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 attention to detail slips because you're 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 tired, you're on the road, you're not practicing as much. The Magic being able to get two practices, the, the schedule to practice Wednesday and Thursday, the Magic being able to get two practices, that's going to tighten some things up and make them look a lot better for this next upcoming stretch for the next six at home. Orlando, again, we're starting to count wins. We're starting to look, look and depend on wins. The Magic have to start picking up some wins here. And they got some big ones. Um, you know, Washington on Saturday on the second night of back-to-back, that's a big one. Um, you know, another game against Boston, you know, that's a tough opponent, but a big one. Um, Indiana on when, next Wednesday, that's a huge win. That's a huge game um, that they have to look at winning. They got a back-to-back Miami-Chicago, both of those games, critical for their playoff chase. These next six games are going to be really big for this Magic team and whether they can stay in the playoff hunt. But we'll see what this team is made of very, very soon. We're going to chat a little bit about some roster moves the Magic made coming up here. Or not, they're, they're small. Calm down, everyone. Um, we'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. Whoops, that's not right. But first, a quick word from our pals at Bet Online. Net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends. For every professional amateur league out there, from pro football to the to basketball to college basketball to anything, they've got it all at betonline.net. Get ready for this weekend's NFL games, of course, with 
Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Can Lawrence continue his amazing Saturday unbeaten streak and score the biggest upset of the year? If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, going to close shop here pretty quickly. Um, Like I said, I said earlier in the week, uh, I am on a backup computer uh, right now, so I'm Hoping that the slap dash is together. Um, I apologize if there's any connection issues or any quality issues. Um, I, again, I'm trying to keep producing content while not having my computer. I had to send it into the shop to get a battery replaced. But um, the Magic did have a few roster moves of note that, that we want to take interest in here. The Orlando Magic announced on Monday that Caleb Houston uh, was assigned to the Lakeland Magic. He is set to play for them when they head over to Sioux Falls on Thursday over the weekend. Um, this is something that has kind of been talked about a little bit and in the works uh, for this team for a little while. The Magic uh, have struggled to get Caleb Houston consistent playing time. Um, and so having him get some work in Lakeland, kind of get his legs back under him. And, he, and he's, it's not like he hasn't played, but he hasn't played a lot. Um, this is exactly why you have Lakeland, to be able to get young players like Caleb Houston playing time when you need them. Same, It's the same thing the Magic are doing with RJ Hampton, although obviously RJ has a bit more motivation and it's played very, very well, by the way, um, to go out there, show what he can do, hopefully entice uh, some NBA team, uh, show his willingness to do whatever he needs to do to get on the floor. Um, you know, again, RJ Hampton should get an opportunity somewhere. It, it sucks that it's not happening here. I'm not going to deny that, but um, he needs some opportunity somewhere. Uh, but overall, o- overall, um, obviously, uh, the big news then, the big news that came out uh, overall. For, let's 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 keep on it, Caleb. Um, Houston just needs more playing time. That that that's he. Everyone really likes him. We could see how good he could be defensively. His shot hasn't come around yet. Um, so if he could get that and find that in with Lakeland, that would be fantastic. Especially with the trade deadline, you know, only a couple weeks away, and we're expecting at least some minor moves on the Magic's part, perhaps. The other the other piece of news that came out Monday was the Orlando Magic will keep Jonathan Isaac with Lakeland through the week. Um, he is, at least a, a, at least a, according to the report, um, or according to the Magic's, uh, Magic's release, not going to join the Magic for practice the next few days. He's going to stay with Lakeland as they head to Sioux Falls and, and play in, and play at least in one of the, play at least in Thursday's game at Sioux Falls. That would seemingly take him out of the running for Friday's game against New Orleans and certainly Saturday's game against Washington. So his return to the NBA is delayed a little bit, but... Isaac Isaac definitely still needs the conditioning. So I don't think this is the worst idea. Uh, Isaac has looked very, very good at Lakeland. If you've watched the two games that he's played, um, he is active. He is scoring. He is working really well around the basket. You could see and still feel his defensive presence everywhere. Um, you could just tell that that he's getting his legs under him. His jumper hasn't quite returned yet. He hasn't been hitting three-pointers. Um, and you could, 
you know, other than a couple turnaround fadeaways, he really hasn't hit many jumpers. Uh, and you could just tell that after a few minutes, he looks gassed. Um, he's just a little slow with his reaction time, you know, just not as active, a little slower getting up the court. So the big thing with Jonathan Isaac right now, it, it's not it's not basketball skill. That's all still there. The big thing with Jonathan Isaac is dealing with the fatigue, both physical and mental, of playing games, of being involved in games. Um, and, and that is not something that you can always work on in practice. There's very limited practice time anyway. Getting him in these games is going to help him build that build that stamina up. And, and I think he would tell you that's that's the big thing that he needs to build on as well. Um, it's it's good. Like this is all good news. Um, that you know, Jonathan Isaac's playing very, very well. I'm happy that he's gonna get some more run and, and get another get another uh shot in Lakeland. And, and hopefully we see him continue to improve and continue to build that conditioning to eventually get back to the NBA. That that day is coming very, 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 very soon. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at underscore MD. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places in all the podcasts to your podcast enable this device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. If you're done listening to us, be sure to check to game NBA podcast. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.